This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 1st, 2021. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat. America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability. It has faster speed than Huddle Sideline. Plus, GameStrat has awesome customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. And if you mention High School Football America, they're going to do a little something special for you on that pricing. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Well, normally at this time on the High School Football America podcast, I get to say we're heading to, but uh, I'm not heading to anywhere. I'm actually staying in the hometown of High School Football America in Canton, Georgia. We're going to be uh, joined right now by uh, Josh Shaw, the head coach at Cherokee High School, and his uh, quarterback, senior-to-be, A.J. Swan, right now is at the Elite 11 out in Los Angeles, the uh, premier quarterback competition in America. And Coach Shaw is here to talk, uh, talk a little bit about A.J. and what he's done to get to that point and boy this has got to be a big 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 weekend for you coach welcome to the podcast oh thank you uh jeff thank you for having me so it it is of course i mean what a tremendous honor for aj to have earned an opportunity to go out there and compete with some of the best quarterbacks in the country yeah no doubt about it and uh you know everybody says that uh quarterbacks are born sometimes i don't know about that philosophy but uh when i chatted with you a couple of weeks ago you said that uh, aj was a, a young man that's come up through the system uh with you and uh you know through the feeder system and all that why don't you give the the listeners around the nation a little bit of a snapshot of aj and how he's developed as a quarterback and uh, took you to the number 23 ranking last year in the Georgia Top 25 for High School Football America. So give us a little glimpse into his uh, earlier career, into now being uh, your, your starting quarterback and hopefully doing well at the Elite 11. Yeah, uh, A.J.'s a homegrown talent. Uh, he had two older sisters that have attended Cherokee, and his family has lived in, in Canton uh, the majority of his life. So I remember watching him as a fourth grader uh, in our, our Cherokee youth football days uh, playing quarterback back then and, and knew as he was rising up through middle school uh, that he was going to be really special, kind of sat there waiting, you know, seven, <laughs> eight football in the state of Georgia, much like other, other states across the country is uh, you got to have a trigger man to be successful. And so uh, a- AJ came up, uh, had a great middle school career and just continued to develop and grow and work hard and, uh, by the time he hit high school, he played sparingly a little bit as a, a freshman, played in a couple of games as a freshman, uh, probably could have started as a freshman, but didn't really want him to, you know, was very cautious about throwing him to the Wolves at, at that young age. Uh, and, and then he has started every game since uh, his sophomore year. And, you know, like I said, I've heard so many people say quarterbacks are born. I don't believe in that. You can look at a lot of guys that went to the NFL that didn't really develop until high school, some not until their college ages. What's your philosophy on that? Is, it, is a quarterback born or is it, it's a skill you can develop along the way? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, he's got some God-given talents, that's for sure. But he's also worked his fanny off to, to continue uh, really working at his craft to be the best quarterback he can be. Uh, I mean, his arm strength uh, and accuracy, I I think those are some God-given talents that he's been blessed with. Uh, And then, like I said, he's continued to work hard to to really develop those. And, you know, I I definitely think uh, leadership comes along with it and and being born with that. And 
uh, you play the quarterback position, you're, you're automatically thrown into a leadership position. So, um, but he's worked really hard along the way and, and really competed at a lot of different opportunities he's had and a lot of these camps and, and, and stuff and, and moving through. Talking to Josh Shaw, the head coach of Cherokee High School in Canton, Georgia. His uh, quarterback, A.J. Swan, is at the Elite 11 in Los Angeles. Uh, what was it like for A.J. Um, leading up to this? Obviously, you're going through your workouts right now, your summer workouts. You're in a dead period. Um, did, did he do anything differently other than what you guys normally do on the field? What did he say to you about this this opportunity that uh, you know, he's in the middle of right now in Los Angeles? Give us a little snapshot, snapshot of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we've just kind of been going about our business. We had a, a, a competitive seven-on-seven at Lasseter High School last week. We finished second in, uh, and then we had one at Corky Kell a couple of weeks before that. So he's continued uh, throwing and then and then throwing uh, with our receivers and working with our quarterback coach, Justin Pierce, and who's also our offensive coordinator. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if AJ has been as excited about him attending the Elite Eleven as I have. <laughs> so uh, I, I just know how much of a tremendous honor that is, and and for him, you know, he's a, a teenage kid just getting a flight out to California to go compete. Another opportunity for him to compete against the best. So uh, I, I've probably been, and his folks have probably been more excited than he has. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, you know, one of the most interesting things that I found, and um, when we were based in Los Angeles, I had a chance to uh, to watch Sam Darnold really burst onto the national scene because of the Elite 11. He was kind of an unknown at that point. I, I remember uh, talking to Justin Fields right after the, the, the Elite 11 uh, at Harrison, and one of the things that both of them said and all of the kids I've talked about that have gone there is how they arrived back on the high school campus because the coaching is so good out there. They get so much instruction, the one-on-one, the classroom, all of that. Um, I, I don't know if you've, you've heard of that or not, but I'm, I'm just curious, what, what type of quarterback do you expect to, to land back here in Canton after this opportunity, no matter how, how well he does or not? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be proud of him either way. Just the opportunity to be one of the 20 best, I think, is tremendous. But, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, he's been working. Uh, Trent Dilfer has been doing uh, video cast uh, with all 20 finalists and, and for the last couple of weeks and introducing the playbook before they get out of there, get out there. So, you know, hopefully A.J. can bring some of that back to us. And, you know, he gets tremendous coaching. Uh, you know, he works out with a quarterback uh, coach, uh, Tony from Hustle Inc. and and then along with our staff as well. So uh, just looking forward to getting them back and hearing about how much or you know how how uh, great of an experience it was out there. So yeah, uh, and, and then getting you know our season's right around the corner. So he'll be ready to go when. Uh, we line up on the field. I think it's August 18th in the Corky Kell. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Like I said, uh, the the guys that I've talked to that have gone there have had just rave reviews coming back, and and their high school coaches have seen a big difference, especially in the leadership area and kind of becoming that coach on the field that you need. And uh, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about you know this season. Uh, you you had a good year last year, eight and three, top 25, and our algorithm in the statewide rankings. You got some talent coming back, and I know you told me that. Uh, you're one of those programs you're homegrown right you live and die you don't have a, a lot of recruits coming in uh, not recruits but yeah. transfers and all that you got to watch what I say nowadays but anyway uh, <laughs> t- tell us a little yeah. bit about this this season that that's got to have a lot of good expectation to it because of AJ 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. If you got a trigger man, you're going to be, uh, you're going to win more games than you're going to lose. That's for sure. Um, you know, but, but AJ's got some uh, tremendous weapons around him offensively. Uh, we actually have pulled a couple of defensive starters and uh, Keegan Baker and Toby Thompson, and, and they're working specifically on offense now as well. We're going to have to have some guys this year play a little bit both ways. And Obviously, A.J.'s got uh, Darius Harshaw, who's probably one of the most explosive players in Georgia and, mm -hmm. you know, has a, a, a lot of Division One offers already. And um, so just really looking forward to see, seeing how our offense continues to grow and with year three at A.J. at the triggers. And, you know, uh, we had a we did get a move in from from Sequoia, Aiden Moore, who's really had a tremendous summer with us and was with us in the spring. And I think he's going to uh, just be an additional weapon. Uh, for AJ to have so uh, you know a AJ's job is to get the ball in the hands of our 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 playmakers and and he does that and he does it well and he does it with great accuracy and and so when and he's continuing to uh, you know just continuing to get better and better every day he goes out there talking with Josh Shaw the head coach of Cherokee High School in Canton Georgia the hometown of high school football America and uh, this year we're going to be doing some special stuff we're going to put that out here in a couple of a uh, couple of weeks after the dead period's over going to going to follow the uh, the hometown team first time we've ever done that but uh, coach tell us a little bit about some of um, some of the players that you've seen some good things from you know during the the summer workouts and going into camp what are some of the things that you need these guys to do some boxes to check to know that you're ready to like you said get get things off and rolling in mid-august for the games yeah i think uh one of the biggest we got hit hard by graduation on the offensive line and and uh and on the defensive side of the ball uh losing an all-state linebacker and bracing parker i think my biggest surprise defensively so far has been the rise of upcoming junior kyan simmons uh his older brother nason was our starting left tackle for the last two years signed with arkansas state and uh, usually the progression on defense is we start guys at safety, they move to linebacker, and then eventually to D-end if they continue to develop and grow. And uh, Kyan was one that played D-end last year, and we actually moved him backwards. Uh, but he's playing our Will Backer right now, and he, he's just really long and rangy, 6'1", uh, six almost 6'2", and about 200, uh, 210 pounds and can fly. So he's also a basketball player. But uh, he's had a tremendous spring. Uh, I think uh, we've got some bright, really bright spots along the D-line. I'm looking forward to seeing once the season gets started. We've got an upcoming sophomore, Javon Hobson. Toby Thompson will be returning there. Jax Holcomb, uh, Tanner Dolly High. So defensive line on that side will probably be a strength. And, uh, and then we've got the Goddard twins at line, linebacker and safety. So, uh, you know, uh, it, it's been a good spring. We're, we're definitely, though, this year is going to be to try to outscore everybody. Uh, as much as I'm a defensive guy with some of the weapons we have offensively and, and with AJ, uh, you know, we, last year, the last two years, we've played tremendous defense. Last year we were top 10 and uh, the majority of the year in, in defensive scoring and had pitched a couple of shutouts this year. I think the, the it's kind of leaning to the offensive side where we're going to, we're going to probably win some games 40 to 35.
<laughs> well, that looks like that's going to be some some fun football for me to watch uh, with AJ Swan there. Uh, by the way, we should mention AJ uh, gave his verbal uh, to to Maryland Big Ten football. So the the old Pennsylvania guy on the other end of the line here is uh, very happy for uh, you know some talent from the South going up north for a change <laughs> to play some of my brand of football sure. up there. Um, as we go away here, you, you mentioned at the beginning, and, and it's something that I've been talking about and writing about on High School Football America since we moved here in 2018 is the quality of football in Georgia. And I mean top to bottom, and I, I've made no bones about it. Uh, 7A is obviously the creme de la creme. You find these schools in our top 100. But, you know, I've enjoyed the 1A championship games and been amazed at the physicality of football here in, in the state of Georgia. I, I, I was, you know, hoping you'd spend a couple of minutes here talking about what you said in 7A because, you know, I mean, Grayson was, I think, number three in our top 100 last year. Norcross was 32. I, I mean, it, it is... Is a slog <laughs> to win a state championship in 7A. How, how would you classify uh, specifically 7A and then maybe take it on to, you know, Georgia high school football in general? Yeah, man, it's uh, it's a gauntlet, that's for sure. And, and I think the biggest thing is there's no game on anyone's schedule at this level that's uh, where you can go into it and just think that you're going to steamroll an opponent. The coaching up here is so good, and, and the fact that we're able to do it pretty much year round uh, down here, I think really develops the players. And, and uh, you know, I coached five years down in Florida and there were a lot of tremendous athletes that I had and that we played against, but a lot of undisciplined uh, uh, play during the games. And you knew you could go into a few games down there where you were just going to beat people because they just were not very well coached. And up here, that's not the case. It doesn't matter if you're 10 and 0 or 0 and 10, you're going to be in a dog fight each and every week. And, uh, you know, it, it's just uh, it, it's extremely challenging and it doesn't allow you to have any any days off, so to speak, during the season. I mean, you it takes a couple of mistakes. I mean, uh, we've dropped two games the last two years by two or three. Or, I mean, I think by all four of them were less than four points and uh, they, they ended up costing us two region championships. The margin for error is just very, very slim. You know, all four games we had a lead late in the fourth quarter and we just we're not able to finish. So, uh, you know, it just shows you that you've got to really take advantage of opportunities and eliminate mistakes. Uh, and at the end of the day, we're also dealing with teenage, teenage young men. So sometimes that comes with the, uh, the territory, but, uh, it, it, it's tremendous. I mean, you, you know, we end up getting a first round matchup with North Gwinnett, uh, and North Gwinnett's coached by Bill Stewart, who's a tremendous mentor for me was my old head coach. And, you know, that's just a tough first-round matchup for us. And, and we played in about six inches of mud and, uh, you know, just wasn't wasn't ideal and we didn't play well. And, and a lot of it, man, when you get to the playoffs at this level, is about matchups. And, and if you get a favorable matchup, you can get on a roll and, and go. And, then, and if you don't, uh, if you get one that's not a good matchup for your team, you know, it could be a, a, a quick exit in the playoffs. Yeah, it's uh, it, it has been fun football to watch, no doubt about that, uh, over the last several years. Uh, Coach, going away, um, last question for you, and, and we talked about A.J. and the Elite 11 and what, what's what's ahead. One of the things you and I talked about in our little meeting there a couple of weeks ago was, um, you know, yeah, you're the guy doing the interview right now. You're the guy that gets credit for the wins and the losses, but you you, you were given a lot of credit to your staff, and you were very pleased with the the guys that, that help you make the, the Cherokee football program 
program run. Maybe you could spend a couple of seconds here just talking about them and and how important you know assistant coaches are, the guys that that toil in you know anonymity and in many many cases until they get that promotion up the up the line. But uh, tell us a little bit about your staff and the importance to the the program. Yeah, man, that's that's the key number one right there. I mean, uh, head coach is only as good as the guys that he's got working with him and. I think number one is uh, our staff has now been together for the last three or four years uh, for the most part. Um, we've maybe added a piece here or there, but for the last four years, I've had the same coordinators and they take a lot of the head coaching responsibilities off of me. And uh, be honest, uh, I, I could, you know, I, I could disappear tomorrow and they, they would be able to run our program. And that's, uh, Davis Harvey on defense, who's our assistant head coach, and then Justin Pierce on offense, who's our offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. And then uh, they, they both have – we uh, got tremendous assistance underneath them. Like I said, we've been together for a length of length of time. We know how to uh, feed off each other and the energy to bring with our kids and, and you know, the, the culture that our program has. And everybody's on the same page, and I think that goes a long way when you're, when you're trying to be successful uh, as well. So – um, you know, they, they work hard. They coach our, our kids uh, uh, hard, and, and, and our assistants are always looking to get better. Well, Coach, I appreciate you taking some time. You're, you're, you're getting a little break here during dead period because, you know, right now this is it, right? <laughs> you, you hope you go late into December with no time other than for football, although you got your family to take care of. But uh, we appreciate you taking the time and uh, enjoy the 4th of July and uh, can't wait to see what A.J. does in Los Angeles. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by the great new app, Small Player Big Play, an age-appropriate sports-focused social media platform that's designed to showcase and connect young athletes, parents, coaches, and their friends. On Small Player Big Play, young athletes have the ability to utilize the app and share their interests and their accomplishments in a very safe and a highly secure social media environment. It features live streaming with game day highlights, and here's what's really cool. Lucrative fundraising opportunities opportunities for your team or your school. Download the Small Player Big Play app on Google Play and the Apple App Store. That's the High School Football America podcast. I'm Jeff Fisher.